This is the Transmission Times. I've noticed I've started marking time based on the pandemic. So the common phrase is, when this is all over. But I contemplate that and I think, but what, what does that mean until what is over? Pandemic? Because if you look at the CDC website, all of the data suggests that the pandemic in what a pandemic means by definition is actually over. So are we just waiting for a vaccine until this is over? This being the time that we don't have a vaccine? This being the time where we have to remote teach our children? This being the time where you have to wear a mask everywhere? And people judging you if you don't wear a mask or whatever? It's so unclear what this is until this is all over. We've had fires here. It's the first day we've been able to even be outside in quite some time, probably a couple weeks at least. And I'm thinking about how time has taken on this really strange quality of sometimes feeling like days have whizzed by and then other times like it's standing still, like we're waiting for this whole thing to be over. And finding that I'm learning to embrace just accepting that it's weird and not over-performing, over-functioning, as Brene Brown would say, but trying to insert some moments of joy in each day and not just have this list of things I need to accomplish. So I'm sitting outside, listening to the birds chirp, and wondering what it will be like in a month or two. Cameron, do you have any ideas about how time has altered during the pandemic? Um, it's slower, I guess. How do you feel about it? Good. I like it too, in some sense. Well, it's really weird. I keep feeling like I'm two weeks behind on everything. I can't get anything done. That's because you have to work. I know, but... (laughs) (laughs) So when you're a kid, that doesn't doesn't factor into anything, does it? Mm -hmm. A little bit, not really. The word this just comes up all the time. You know, when I'm talking to friends or family and we're talking about going somewhere, doing something, or lack thereof, because of everything that's going on this thing that's going on that's such a common phrase I find myself saying and people saying to me is oh yeah you know we can't go there because of everything that's going on or yeah school looks different but you know it's just because of everything going on and it's everything that's going on and they're just these phrases that now have injected themselves into our daily conversations I mean not a day goes by that I don't hear that phrase or say it myself. And this has been the one thing that is universal. Everybody I know is having trouble losing track of time, not knowing what day it is. Even people who've gotten back to work in a very, you know, formal schedule are forgetting things. They can't remember people's names. It's just 
a real brain fog kind of thing going on for everyone. So I guess we're all a little bit dysregulated. But I'm surprised that it's still happening. Coronavirus has become the tether of time. Everything is in orbit around coronavirus. Whether we like it or not, I'm in the camp of I don't like it. <laughs> and this is where we are as a world where a little spiky ball that's microscopic is ruling our lives and our day to day. This first week of September, I've been staying with my dog at a house next to Entitle River. Being here in this place where the only sound is the voices of the gulls, crows, ducks, and early in the morning, the lobster boat motors, has made the pandemic float almost entirely away. This week, I packed up a lot of things and drove north. Spending two weeks in New Jersey and then heading to Maine for three plus weeks. In normal world, pre-pandemic, I wouldn't have taken a five-week trip. I would have taken multiple shorter trips. Or if I did take a five-week trip, I would have packed a giant suitcase, probably quit my job, and that's about it. But... Packing during a pandemic, or like moving one's life, for me, consists of packing, in no particular order, two seasons worth of clothing. So not just summer clothing, but fall clothing and socks that I haven't seen in a long time. Packing up food, like a bunch of meat, a bunch of veggies, my bunch of spices, a bunch of condiments, a bunch of oils, vinegars. Like, all of this stuff gets put in bags and then gets put in my car. I have brought all of my work stuff, my printer, my giant monitor, my ergonomic keyboard, my ergonomic mouse. This all just goes into the car. And the car is relatively full, and it's just me, and I feel like a turtle. Like, I'm lucky that I can put all my stuff into a car that functions and drives, but as I was driving... I was thinking about how, like, entirely logical it felt. Like, all the stuff I brought, it's so, like, logical. And then you kind of get out of your head for a minute, and you're like, this is totally nuts. I brought enough food so I only had to venture into mask land once. I was only vaguely aware of how stressed and tired this time of coronavirus has made me these past six months. The presence of the herons, cormorants, gulls, kingfishers, seal, and the fantastic shifting of the tides has almost erased the pain. How odd to feel centered at this strange moment in time we're living in, but it is palpable. My hope is that I can take this inner calm, this awareness of life meaning that only the natural world can give, into the upcoming months when soon I'll have to shelter in place again very possibly the way I lived from mid-March until June. I think it just kind of illustrates how 
like there is so much absurdity going on right now. There's reasons why we're doing everything. But when you step back and look at it, it feels so absurd. And it is absurd compared to the way we used to live. And yet we are all just being like, oh yeah, this is what we do now. We were out of food, so we ordered a pizza. We paid with cash, so we put our hands on the cash, paid the guy. We took the boxes, we put them on the table with the sauces and everything. And we just started eating. Not halfway through, but after a few bites, my boyfriend was like, shouldn't we heat this up or like wash our hands or anything? We kind of stopped, looked at each other and were like, oh, well, let's just keep on eating. It was just a moment of to f*** with everything. Let's just eat and enjoy it. I was thinking afterwards, like, how ironic would it be? Like, if this were the way we would end up having corona, I think it was meant to be. I think... What is interesting to me to see is that I've become a little bit more radicalized. People might think it's a lot more radicalized, but I was always pretty radical. I just didn't talk about it as openly as I do now. I guess what's different for me is I used to feel bad about making people uncomfortable or challenging people, but I don't anymore. It's too serious. It's too serious. I've taken off the gloves and I'm not playing anymore. So when a family member says to me that they believe in mandatory vaccinations, if they think I'm going to be silent about that, they're crazy. Masks now, it's like it's opened this door into a different kind of judgment and this other way of categorizing people and ostracizing. You know, this person wears a mask, this one doesn't. This one wears a mask when they're walking down the street by themselves. And then these people are in a small family gathering wearing no masks. Or, you know, this person wears gloves to the grocery store and this person doesn't. There's now this opportunity for division and discrimination. And that's what bothers me. That's what disturbs me. And that's what I pray about all the time is that when we go to normal, quote unquote, that we are actually better versions of ourselves and not more judgmental and more exclusive, maybe. I just hope we come out of this more united and not more divided. say a huge thank you to Anna, Joan, Lindsay, Cameron, Amanda, Diane, Christina, and Laura, whose voices are coming to you from Maine, California, New Hampshire, Arizona, New Jersey, and Romania. 
Since the beginning of lockdown, the Transmission Times has been collecting audio diaries from people around the world. But there are many stories we haven't heard. If yours is one of them, we'd love to hear from you. Right now, we'd love to hear what surprised you during this pandemic. You can send your replies to us in one of two ways. You can record on your smartphone using an app like Voice Memos and email it to us at transmissiontimes at gmail.com. Or you can call 847-354-4163 and leave a voicemail. Thank you. The Transmission Times is created by me, Katie Semro. In between which we